Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk cheese. Recorded live. Hello. God bless each and every one of you. Hopefully everyone is safe and dry on this Wednesday. Uh, this is Pastor Prince. We are moments away from getting started. Uh, thanking you all for uh, calling in, getting everything lined up. We're actually going to be experimenting this evening on our Facebook page as well. I'm going to see if we can get that started, the Temple of Refuge. So some of you may want to go ahead and try from that angle as well. And that way we'll get a chance to see what's what, hopefully I'll be able to get that one on. I've been experimenting with all the other ones. Let me see if I can get that one on as well. Um, it's always uh, a joy and a pleasure to work with the new technology. It uh, looks like it's going to allow me to go on. I'll change all the other information on it earlier. I mean, later, come out earlier. Um, got it where... We're going to be set up, and <clears throat> I think we are good to go. And I believe we are in. So some of you can check us out by way of uh, the Facebook page on Facebook Live as well. It is Temple of Refuge or you can simply dial in at 724-444-7444, enter the code 46492. The beauties and the wonders of technology. Thanking God for another day. Thanking God for the opportunity uh, to get everything on the way. So I am in position now that we can go ahead and get started, and I will uh, start us off with prayer. And we'll go right into this evening's lesson. Dear Heavenly Gracious Father, we thank you for your grace and we thank you for your mercy. Thanking you for uh, bringing my mother through surgery on today. And we thank you for the healing that will be taking place. And we give you the glory and the honor. We pray that you would keep us protected from the elements, of course, that are on the outside as we prepare for our entry point to go forward in your will, both now and forever. In the glorious name of Jesus Christ, thanking God, amen and amen. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me, reminding those, some of you may be listening, by way of going in, at 4649274447444 that's the phone number or you can go to Facebook live go to Temple of Refuge 
type in Temple of Refuge. And if you have not liked the page, of course, you can like the page and go forth from there. Uh, we will ask you to meet us in the book of Timothy, 1 Timothy, verses, I mean, 1 Timothy chapter 2, verses 5 through 6. 1 Timothy chapter 2, verses 5 through 6. Amen. The song simply says, I will bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. First Timothy chapter 2, 5, verses 6, it says, For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself a ransom for all to be testified due in due time. In due time. Amen. I'll read that one more time. Let it soak into your spirit. For there is one God and one mediator between God and men. The man, Christ Jesus, who gave himself a ransom for all to be testified in due time. And simply, we're going to share with you on this evening all for one and one for all. Kenny Jeffries say the volume can't be heard. Okay, is that better, Brother Ken? He's listening by way of Facebook. Is that is the volume better on that, Brother Ken? Please let me know. Amen. Bless the Lord. Mr. Sadberry is listening as well. Trying to check the volume if you're listening by way of Facebook, if the volume can be heard. If the volume can be heard, just type in one or yes, please. And that way we'll be able to continue on and carry forward. But meanwhile, I'll read the scripture again, coming from 1 Timothy chapter 2, verses 5 through 6. Amen. For there is one God, one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself a ransom for all to be testified in due time. And today's this evening's lesson is all for one. Amen? All for one and one for all. All for one and one for all. We know and we understand that God is the head and the center of the earth. There's no exception to that rule. There is no questioning of that. And because God is the head, he is the center, the G-force, if you would, we know that everything goes through him, everything works around him, 
and everything is because of him. And because everything comes from God, and because everything is of God, we make sure that what we do and how we do it is done under his will. So if it's going to be all for one and one for all, there's only one way that we can get back to God, and that is through his son. Amen? So if there's one God, no matter if I'm on the East Coast, West Coast, if I'm in Japan, if I'm in Tokyo, no matter where I am, there's one God who's orchestrating and controlling everything that happens, everything that exists, everything that is coming and going in and out of our lives. And because of that case, we have to hold fast and understand that no one else can do for us what God has already done and what he yet shall do. And because that is the case, because that is the matter, let us hold fast and be thankful for everything that comes our way. See, the Sister Sadbury is listening by way of Facebook. Hopefully my volume is where you can hear and understand what is being said. If so, please type in one, that everything is working fine, because it's all for one and one for all. Might as well use the number one. There's one God to fix everything that has set everything in motion. And when we go back to our scripture on this evening, understanding, he says, that there is for there is only one God, and God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. Therefore, there is only one Son. So God's Son Jesus came that we might live and live more abundantly, understanding that that all things are going to be challenged. But when you understand that the fight is fixed and the sun is the remedy, the sun is the remedy. God looked all over, searched all over to find out who, if anyone, could give him relief or satisfaction and the restore the joy that he had for created man, man who had gone off into this this tangent, if you would, into this real bad way, bad state, not having any and everything that he had desired. He was a misfit, if you would. And Jesus said, prepare me a body and I'll go. When that body was prepared, he came back down to earth yet to receive not the uh, greeting and, and the, the love that you would expect for everyone to sin. Some did not want to accept that Jesus had came in the flesh because it was messing up their business called religion. And because their business was being messed up, their money was being messed up, 
Jesus then became an obstacle in the way of their prophets. So therefore, they had to do away with him, to eliminate him. I'm not going to get on a tangent tonight, but there are always ministries, and I lose that term loosely. I use the term preacher loosely. They're always trying to find a way to get their hustle on to make their next dime, make their next dollar at the expense of the people. And because we know this is not the will of God, this is not the will of God, they will have a tendency to block anyone that gets in their way if this is the case that Jesus had to experience. Because Jesus had to go through the canal of a woman, he had to experience everything that you and I would experience. We know and understand that sometimes people are not going to be happy to see us coming. They're not going to like what we have to say, especially when we're standing on the word and the will of God. We can't let that stop us. We can't let that dictate to us how we're going to operate in the name of Jesus. Because we say we want to be more like Jesus. And to be more like Jesus means we have to be willing to learn how to endure and suffer as Christ did. So Jesus, of course, had that mission, and that mission was to become the mediator between us and God. He became our counsel, if you would, our attorney, our advocate to get us back in position to where we need to be. Because it was nothing that we could do. There were not enough turtle doves. There were not enough goats, lambs, or anything else that could get us back where we needed to be. And so when we understood that God sent his son Jesus, he said, now that I've sent my son, the only way back to me is through Jesus, who is officially our mediator. So if the mediator says this is what we must do to have eternal life, then we have no other option but to do that. We don't have the luxury of trying to figure some things out and then when it's done and over with, oh, maybe you should have. Just do what he has said from the beginning, and it will make everything a lot less troublesome in our lives. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, a.k.a. our mediator. And when he gave this mediator, the mediator knew that man was going to go through that selective amnesia stage. He was going to go through some things, some challenges that he could not quite understand and get through alone. So as Jesus got ready to ascend back to heaven, he gave the gift of the Holy Ghost. He gave the gift of the Holy Ghost. But before he gave the gift of the Holy Ghost, this ransom that Christ gave was his life. He gave his life that we may live again. And as we come up on Resurrection Sunday, we need to understand that that it was greater than the Easter bunny. It was greater than 
your new pair of clothes and pair of shoes. It was greater than all these little tangible things that we try to wrap our minds around the resurrection or quote-unquote Easter. It was about the ransom, the ultimate sacrifice that Jesus Christ gave without hesitation, that he gave because of true love, that he gave because he knew we didn't have the answer. And that ransom, he didn't fight it. He didn't question. Well, he questioned it at Gethsemane, but he didn't fight it. He didn't go against the will of God for his own personal gain. Sometimes we get so afraid to go with the Lord that we'll go against the Lord for some temporary relief. We don't want to suffer. We don't want to go through anything, so we'll hide if we could until the worst has passed. But when Christ gave that ransom on Calvary, and he gave that ransom with an understanding that that I must die so they may live, I'm going to return back to the Father. And when I return back to the Father, I can help set the motion back on things. And now that the motion is set, I got to remind them that I gave this ransom. And that ransom was my soul, my body. But I'm going to give them a gift. And the gift is going to be the gift of the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost would be to bring back to our remembrance all the things that Jesus had taught us while here on earth, all the things that have been recorded in the holy scribes called the Bible, to bring us back into oneness, if you would, i.e., all for one and one for all. God doesn't care if you're male or female. He doesn't care if you're black or white, tall or short, skinny or obese. God is concerned about the soul of man. And because it's the soul of man that is going to matter, it's the soul of man that is going to separate us from everything else, we must understand that if God is loving one, he's loving on all. Because that's the kind of God we serve. So the spirit is what brings back to remembrance. The spirit is what keeps us or should keep us collected, should keep us cool in the midst of trouble. The spirit is what's going to help navigate us when it seems like we've lost our way. That's why the Spirit is so important. And you can't separate God the Father, God the Son, nor God the Spirit because they're all in one, all for one, one for all. It's so important, it's so vital that as born-again believers and saints of God that we be steadfast and unmovable to God and his will for our lives. We're thanking him as we speak. We're glorifying him as we speak. No weapon that is formed against us shall prosper because we have 
the one who paid our ransom. We have God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost looking out on our behalf, testifying on our behalf, protecting on our behalf. And this mediator, when everybody else wants to lie on you, everybody else wants to cast you out, this mediator says, fret not, because I promised you I would never leave you nor forsake you. And he's going to be with us to the very end. That's why we must testify of his goodness. We must testify of what he's done for us. You can't hide what God has done for you, even if you don't think as much the little bit that you only want to give God credit for. You start thanking him for that and watch God begin to move in your life. Watch God begin to move on your behalf when you decide that, you know what, I'm going to get off of my pity party, I'm going to get off of my soapbox, and I'm going to say, okay, God, to God be the glory, and I'm going to just let his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And understand that that if I don't do it, I don't need no rocks praising God for me. I might be hard-headed, and I might have rocks in my jaws, but I got enough sense that I know that I'm not going to let nothing get in the way of giving God the praises that are due for me to him. So when we testify of his goodness, going back to the scripture, it says to be testified in due time. The due time is right now, brothers and sisters. The due time is here upon us. Understand it. Only what we do for Christ is going to last. And because what we do for Christ is what's going to last, we've got to say, yes, Lord. We've got to say, I'm in this and I need you to survive. And now that we are surviving, we know that we're greater than just Victoria. We are more than overcome. We're conquerors. We're conquerors because of what God has allowed us to do and how he's allowed us to do. Sunday we talked about you don't have to die twice because we understand what Adam and Eve had to do or what they've done and what was had to be done by Jesus Christ, which is what makes it all for one and one for all. Because Jesus offered up, gave the ultimate sacrifice. He did that by choice. So our destiny is to return back to him in glory, back to him in the oneness, back to him with an understanding, knowing that all things belong to God. Said it's his desire that all souls be saved. I've always been fascinated by that scripture because God's desire we know if we desire something, it doesn't mean necessarily that you're going to get it. It doesn't mean necessarily that it's going to fall your way. When God said his desire is that all souls be saved, think about that. In all that we do, in all how we try to get things done, 
there's going to be some points, some, some times where you're not going to make it. You're not going to understand. You're not going to hit the mark. But what do you do when you miss that mark? Do you give up? Do you throw in the towel? Do you just say, oh, well, it wasn't meant to be? It was the cards I was dealt? Or do we position ourselves with our mediator, through our mediator? And say, okay, Lord, here I am. Okay, Lord, I'm, I'm for you. It was about this time of a week when Judas had sold out Jesus Christ for his own personal gain. About this time this week when Jesus stood before Pilate, Pilate asked him the question, do you know who I am? Yet he never said a mumbling word. But when I look back in my mind and look back in my heart, all he was saying, I'm all for one and one for all. I am the Alpha and Omega. And when they mocked him, when they persecuted him, and when they nailed him to the cross, he yet never put up the resistance, all for one, one for all. Every time they drove a nail through his body, he was doing that for me. He was doing that for you. And when they hoist him up, He suffered for you and I. And as they pierced him in his side, and the blood came streaming as water, he shed that blood for you and I. He didn't care who you were. He really didn't even care what you've done. All he wanted to know, did you love him enough to repent and not do it again? All for one and one for all. And when they finally laid him in the tomb, he realized that he still had work to do. A lot of people forget they talk about how he went and ascended back to heaven, but he had a detour, went and took the death of sting, went and took the keys to the gates of hell, and gave one more blow to Satan and say, the grave can't hold my body down. You need to understand that that then, it was only then that he got ready and came back, and when he was spotted by Mary, who didn't recognize him because he was in transitional glory. And when Mary finally was able to recognize him, went to hug him, he said, no, no, don't touch me, because I've yet to ascend back to glory, which means that 
in all our righteousness, we're still yet as filthy rags. You say you'll mess up the process. Some of us need to realize and understand, don't mess up the process. Don't mess up what God is doing right now. Because God is not slack. He's not sleep. Nor is he naive. He knows what's going on. He's got a handle on what's going on. It's up to us to trust this process. And when he had ascended back to the right hand of the Father to set things back in motion, understanding, and I did it for all of them, Father, not just one. I did it for every sin, not just one. Man wants to justify himself and quantify himself by categorizing sin. When God is not impressed with the levels of your sin because all unrighteousness is sin. Sin is sin. Whether you're doing one sin or you're doing multiple sins. Jesus came to get rid of the sin, not to get rid of the sinner. To get rid of the act, to cleanse and nip in the bud the actions that were being performed by the sinners. Not to get rid of the sinners, but to get rid of sin. Therefore, all for one and one for all. Because God never makes a mistake. God is always on point. We have to trust him in spite of what it sounds like, in spite of what it feels like, in spite of how things may be moving slow, if not at all, from your vantage point. Oh, taste and see that the Lord, he is good. We understand that that mediator is standing on my behalf. He's standing on your behalf. He's standing on our behalf. Always remember the thief on the cross or the thieves on the cross. We know that the one and I'm just going to say to the right of him, was guaranteed to meet him in paradise. But the one to his other side had the same opportunity if he would just be quiet, repent and be quiet. Whomever is listening on this evening, it's an opportunity for you to get back in position because I guarantee you that Jesus came one for all and all for one. Whatever your challenge is, God can fix it. If it's alcohol, God can fix it. If it's drugs, God can fix it. If it's lying, 
God can fix it. If it's backbiting, God can fix it. If it's whoremonging, adultery, fornication, God can fix it. He will fix it if you let him. Wherever you are, whomever you are, whatever it is, I encourage you to reach out right now. I encourage you to lift your hands and surrender right now. I encourage you to share this simple prayer with me right now. Dear Lord, I know that I'm not right in your eyes. And because I'm not right, I ask you to to accept me and forgive me where I've fallen short. The only person whom I've disappointed is you, God. And I ask you to restore me. Restore me through your Holy Spirit. Anoint my mind to be more engaged towards you. Anoint my actions to be more geared towards you. Not only rescue me, God, but cleanse me from myself. Deliver me from myself. I accept your son, Jesus, as our only begotten Savior. And because of that, I accept you into my heart. I accept you, and I claim you. This is you promised you would claim me right back. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord, and amen. It's that simple. It's that powerful. It's that real. Jesus came for all of us. All for one and one for all. And to God be the glory. I want to thank you all for coming in on this evening. Thank you for your steadfast, your faithfulness. We know the weather was rough in Prairie View, Texas on today, which is why we went this route. We thank God for each and every one who's joined in. Remember, we will be meeting on Resurrection Sunday at 10 a.m., 10 a.m. on Resurrection Sunday. Come with a hunger for the word. Come with a hunger for worship. Come with a hunger for growth. Thank you. May God bless you. And may he keep you. Until the next time, you be blessed. We'll see you on the other side.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.